Welcome to Primary Attribute, or Castles and Crusades actual play podcast. My name is Ian. I'm the Castle Keeper, or Game Master, as is known in a lot of other systems, and I use they them pronouns. Hey, my name's Adam. I play as Vons. He's the furry little fox folk alchemist buddy. Uh, we both use he him pronouns, and Vons is Vons is feeling baffled by everybody else's irritation with him, as usual. <laughs> I'm Erin. I play Erisine. I use she or they pronouns. Erisine uses she, her pronouns. Uh, Erisine is a person who has skills, and she really wishes that uh, nothing had been even remotely uh, hinted at those skills in front of her grandparents. I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy Taylor, the Halfling Wizard, and my microphone seems to be stuck. Um, I uh, we use she/her pronouns, and Wealthy's trying to trying to push back on the uh, trying to dial back on the laudanum a little bit. She feels like she's missing out on <laughs> on the show at the Mayfinway House. <laughs> and I'm Wit. I play Grix, the Cobalt Illusionist slash mechanic. We both use he/him pronouns, and Grix is a uh, uh, ready to get back to work he wants to he wants to do some stuff and things done he's tired of being a lapdog <laughs> a literal lapdog mm-hmm. you should rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice it helps people find us it makes us feel good about what we're doing and you should do it for every other podcast you listen to as well Aaron, would you like to do the recap uh yes that sounds fine um <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> there were pancakes that Grix made. And then we all did research all day. Erisine wanted to look up philosophy regarding Frymeath's trolley question. Vaughn's found a recipe for stone-shaped potion, but he needed 300 gold and pestered Erisine about it until Erisine was like, "Why don't you ask Frymeath?" And then uh through a truly baffling series of roles uh frymeath ended up giving vons the ink that he needed to transcribe the stone shape potion wealthy tried to research a landrill but she was really high so she didn't get anything actually out of her research day grix researched ghosts and found out that ghosts can possess gems and uh ghosts like to hang out near heat and can be attracted to a magic thing as a conduit to interact with reality again, and that the magic can interfere with the ghost moving on. Uh, then we all talked about our research over dinner, and Bonds uh, told the story of everyone in the crystal room and the invisible spiders and Shield's entrance, and the vibe in the room got real bad. Because uh, Erisine's grandparents didn't really know anything about Erisine's activities, and it was clear that Erisine was where uh, was was involved in the story that Vons was telling. Um, everyone sensed the awkwardness in the room and left, except Vons, who had to be told to leave by Erisine. And now uh, Erisine is going to have a little chitty chat with her grandparents. Yeah. So, Erisine. Yeah. You said that you have some explaining to do, but what is your first move? Um. Well, 
I said that I pushed my plate away and said, I think we should talk. (laughs) And I think I'd like to first see what the vibe is from my grandparents now that we're all alone. (laughs) All right. Make a wisdom check. God, how do you how do you tabletop a uh, a staring contest <laughs> with wisdom checks mostly? Do I get any kind of bonuses since they're my grandparents and I know them? See, now I want to say no because you asked, but throw a d six on that. <laughs> okay, I rolled a thirteen plus seven for my wisdom is twenty plus uh six on the d six, so I got a twenty six. Jesus. Wisdom is not primary for you. You can't read your grandfather. Your grandmother looks the kind of shocked that you know will quickly transition into anger and is probably well on its way, given your your knowledge of the rough timing. But neither of them has spoken as of yet, which is why it's weird when someone yells at you, Ericene Mafenwee, you were adventuring? (laughs) It's your mom. (laughs) Aww. (laughs) <laughs> i'm Mom's like rolling a saving throw huh <laughs> i'm like i was bored i was like so bored for like years i've been bored and then like yeah i adventured because like i was fucking bored it's not that you adventured, it's that you adventured without telling me what I would have done if you hadn't shown up at the end of the day. Which you, granted, haven't done a lot of times, but it's different this time because I wouldn't just be able to write Tilly and get a weirdly scrawled message back saying you were okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> did a lot of things wrong that time. <laughs> but like, we've been telling people where we go, you know, ever since then. That's why we got Bartholomew. And, you know, everyone loves Bartholomew. Yes, Bartholomew's adorable, but that's not the point. You need to tell me these things. And honestly, I probably wouldn't have let you go. It's not like you know particularly how to fight. I know they did fencing at school or something like that. Oh, well, see, that's the thing. Is like when I was like so incredibly bored... I kind of took some classes on like knife skills and then I'll like draw my elven dagger and like throw it across the room and like make it land like exactly in uh like a, a like one crack and uh uh like where two like pieces of wood meet. <laughs> Now who's blowing up whose spot? <laughs> I mean, that's the only complaint that I've gotten so far. That's, is that fair, I can't fair. Fight. that's true. That's that's <laughs> you are defending the complaints as they come. That's fair. Sorry, trying to figure out phrasing. Uh, your, your grandmother just goes, "Ericene, that's real wood. What are you doing?" I got it between the boards. She goes over. To pull the knife out and worry about the boards because dealing with feelings is hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> you now have zero daggers in your possession. <laughs> I do now have zero daggers in my possession. 
She'll even suck when the beholder comes out of the closet. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I couldn't take all. I'm pretty sure that my 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 mother and I could take both of my grandparents, but you know, eh, hard to say. Anyway. <laughs> Okay, fine. So you can fight, but it's still dangerous. And you dragged poor Jaspar into this? Writing a map, my ass. <laughs> Jaspar volunteered to come because he knew that we would have, you know, Cog. And probably when we found Cog, he would need help. And Jaspar was like, wow, none of you could probably carry a person. So he got, you know, he got. Sorry, this is out of character. Um, mm-hmm. He calls it G4. Yeah. Um, he got G4's armor and then, like, went down and, like, he was great. He was perfectly safe all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that he's very impressionable. You know, he'd do anything you asked him to. That's not true. I tried to get him to get back with his ex-boyfriend, and he refuses. He'd do anything for you specifically then, but still. Fine. Ericene, you're grounded. Go to your room. (laughs) (laughs) You're grounded until the end of lockdown. (laughs) Not allowed to go clubbing. I don't really know how you can enforce that, uh, unless Grandpa puts, like, you know, the lockdown procedures into place. (laughs) He shrugs. <laughs> of the, I could. <laughs> I'm surprised that, like, you're, you know, this upset, honestly. Like, I'm young. I'm supposed to do stupid shit. And you're supposed to be punished for stupid shit. So you learn. And, like, what exactly am I supposed to learn from being grounded? That when you go adventuring, you should at least leave a note and be honest with us about what you're doing. Now go. She points to the door. <laughs> I, tur- I turn to my grandparents and I'm like, is that really the rule in our family now? Like, we can do whatever we want as long as we leave a note? Don't talk to them. I'm your mother. I'm the one punishing you. You're my responsibility. <laughs> go to your room. <laughs> what? What if two of- Can I do another vibe check? Yeah. <laughs> another uh yeah, d6 because you're dealing with your family um that one's a 14 plus 7 is 21 plus 4 is 25 so you're vibe checking the whole room yeah your grandfather continues to be unreadable and is just watching the proceedings and hasn't said anything your grandmother looks kind of shocked at the fact that your mother's yelling at you and hey Aracene, you know how you and your mom are spies <laughs> Uh-huh. Your mom is playing this as hard as she can to try to stop the conversation about what you do from getting any further. Oh. <laughs> I kind of assume, but also it could easily have been she was actually pissed. <laughs> it would be really weird if she was actually pissed because she heard this whole story previously and many <laughs> other stories in which I... I guess she has heard everything. <laughs> had that actually <laughs> fully died and was like brought back, basically. Uh, <laughs> Ericene, you know the vibe. Ericene is like 
like screams at the top of her lungs, fine, but I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want from now on. I'll leave a note. I'll leave all the notes. (laughs) You can't tell me what to do anymore. (laughs) She like leaves through the other door. (laughs) Going out the back way towards the kitchen. Aggressively (laughs) away. All right. Right. Writes a note. I am breaking my grounding. But at least for now, do you go to your room in a stompy huff? Yeah, I like I stomp as loudly as I can through the entire house. Nice. Stomping on stone. Yeah, I guess that would work. No, huge swaths of this place are are wood. Not sure how much of the floor is, but or there's carpet. There's something you can stomp on that doesn't just completely hold stone. Um, Fair enough. Still, <laughs> not as loud as if this was, this was a wood-framed house. <laughs> but you do it. You stop, and you go to your room. Hey, everyone else. Yeah. As of a couple minutes ago, you have all left the dining room. <laughs> and the crowd has naturally drifted into not the uh, foyer, because that won't fit everyone, but into the, the uh, ballroom. Because <laughs> that is Percy on the off side. the chandelier. <laughs> Percy backs up like a step. So his antenna are no longer gently batting against the crystal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I wish we had fan it. artists. That's so cute. <laughs> Looks at you uh, with big, adorable compound eyes. <laughs> I gave it scritches. He's on the ceiling. <laughs> Fair <Or> enough. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, I, I don't. I'm, I got nothing. I'm tuckered. <laughs> been a long day. I have a feeling we're all very obviously congregated near the door. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, do we hear her? Purity and Alara and Green are basically Scooby doing. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> It's like Fury's a detective or something. <laughs> Weird. But yeah, so you, you're all hearing uh, most of this, if not all of it. Maybe missing some of the details, but you know that um, Aramith is yelling at Aracene and that a knife got thrown <laughs> and that wood was apparently damaged and all of that. Oh, oh could I Could I have actually grabbed the knife again on my no, way out? No, your grandma was right next to it. And- God damn it. Probably was take, had taken out of the wall, but was still like holding it or put it aside. <laughs> Shit, fuck. I believe in your ability to kill someone with like a candlestick if you need to. Sure, but like I need that back. It's part of a set. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you may be able to get it back in time. <laughs> but so the rest of you, you're hearing all this shit go down. I, I don't know. I got nothing. I'm going to go to the library and just, oh, I'm not allowed to do that when he's not there. Forgot about that. Yeah. You could try. This is awkward. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna just curl up with a book in the corner and read. I'm sure that you do eventually hear Erisene, like, stomp away and go back up to yeah, her Yeah, I room. just want to know what they're doing in the several minutes where they're listening to someone else's oh, family okay. have a fight, because that always is weird. <laughs> Vons, how are you feeling? Uh, Vons feels a little 
confused and conflicted. He doesn't understand why uh, why the Mafin Wees have this dynamic. It's it's very uncomfortable to him. He doesn't understand why anybody hangs out with their parents. <laughs> That's what Vaughn's got out of this. <laughs> really? I mean, wit too, but. <laughs> um fine carry on <laughs> yeah uh von's is yeah, just off put and feels like hmm, may- maybe maybe now's a good time to start working on that new uh concoction <laughs> so you mean grix retreat into activities i suppose <laughs> mm-hmm. wealthy this is why I mentioned the laudanum earlier because I'm very confused by what's going on and I don't understand why why um, Aramis is shouting at Ericene and what's going on and I think I just need to uh, stop taking so much laudanum. <laughs> Did you say all that out loud? <laughs> um, I'm kind of mumbling to myself as I sit in my chair. <laughs> wow, that is the saddest that is that is like incredibly upsetting, actually, <laughs> Kelly. Wow, great job. Shield is standing next to you and is like, "That may be a good idea." <laughs> also, my leg really hurt, so have you? I don't know how well I'm going to lay off the laudanum. Have you considered seeing a priest? Uh, I I'm not a believer. That does not matter for their magic to work. Ugh. Well, we've been in lockdown, so there's there hasn't really been an opportunity to go see a priest. So, hmm. you mean to, for the leg or for the laudanum? <laughs> Either. <laughs> I've only been using the laudanum since we've been in lockdown. Oh, well, I was asking Ian because they for were... the leg. Yeah. Okay. With more powerful divine magic, your leg could possibly be regrown. Player Ranta. to CK, you're telling me this now? Yeah, that's. Say this way. <laughs> say no, that's right. You didn't you research about ghosts is when the gods came up. Yeah. Clerics do all the healing. <laughs> we have no. Well, this is something I will have to think about. Granted, Pursue. It is, granted, it is not a common magical ability. And also, uh, given your divinity district, I am not clear on how many clerics you have left versus merely priests to draw a somewhat fine distinction. Did you not study magic? Well, I studied magic, but... (laughs) That that question is asked with a genuine, like, wait, your magic education didn't cover other areas of magic that you aren't practicing. (laughs) Yeah, no, it is not meant to be a just regrow your leg, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Um... Okay, having having studied at the university, I probably this probably would have been covered, but probably there's not a lot of clerics who can do this, so it's not the kind of thing. Hey, did you know that people can magically regrow um, yeah. limbs if they go see a cleric with the right magical abilities? There's a passage that's like clerics have many healing abilities, up to and including raising the dead. But <laughs> yeah, <it> moves on. <laughs> Taking and a survey really, course and they got nobody, shit to do. <laughs> yeah, I would think that nobody really thinks about it in day to day life. They go to a clinic and they get to get something yeah. taken care of. So um, I I could tell this to Shield. You know, it, there's 
there's a lot of religion and a lot of priests, but there's not a lot of clerics who do that kind of magic anymore. And I'm not sure where I'd find them, but, you know, hopping around on one leg or trying to find a prosthetic that's going to fit is a pain in the butt, so maybe I'll go looking for a cleric. You are also sitting in a perfectly serviceable mobility device right now. That does not involve I hopping, am, which I, seems uncomfortable. I, I am in a mobility device, but very few people can go down into the tunnels and into the mines and into the into the caverns in uh, one of these giant rackety old uh, wheelchairs. So I am. I would like to continue my adventuring career, and this. I and I. I gesture to the whole of of me and the chair is not conducive to a, an adventuring career. I imagine something could be built, but your point is taken. Admittedly, the tunnels under this place do not appear to bother with ramps as often as they might. No, and that's <laughs> probably elevators. another that's probably another violation that I should write up. Because everybody should have access to the entire arc. Well, well many of know. these are natural caves <laughs> that are not truly developed. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> This kind of gives you a look. <laughs> I'm high and I don't care. And you can <laughs> just go be a dragon. I don't care. Apparently everyone knows now. So, <laughs> Well, most everybody I knew knew anyway. So, you know. Yes, but they were not. I suppose Ericene's grandparents are essentially the general public. So depending on how far this gets and how quickly, I may have a very interesting next few days. Oh, Man, that that's right. Oh, we'll be there for you, dude. I mean, I can just eat people, but yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, eating people is probably frowned upon as a means of uh, getting your point across and uh, establishing yourself in a society. What are they going to do? Kill a dragon <laughs> as I eat them? Don't tempt them. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, it's probably not plan A. No. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> there are some people that would be, I'd be, you know, that would probably deserve it because they're going to be assholes. But you know, I was concerned about where that sentence was going. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, less laudanum seems like a good idea. <laughs> Do you think Ericene? Well, Ericene will probably be fine. Do you think Ericene will kill her grandparents over this? <laughs> Uh, I think the idea that Erisine might kill her grandparents is extremely far-fetched. <laughs> extremely far-fetched. I could be wrong, but, you know, she just tried to get that old man to love her, so can't do that if he's dead. You'd be surprised how often that ends up killing I dealt with a lot of high-ranking people in my time, which meant dealing with a lot of people with very large family issues, some of which were resolved very poorly. <laughs> yeah, we have legends about those. How depressing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's it's a society that hasn't been around for very long, so... Hmm. Well, we hope you inherited others' legends. Did they a, wipe all your minds when you joined the Arcs? <laughs> no, we inherited other legends, but, you know, every society is going to create its own stuff. And, and we, you know, there's a lot of stuff that people like the Mayfinleys remembered. And, and 
got passed down. I don't know how, because Mayfunwees don't talk to anybody except other Mayfunwee-like people, so I don't, I don't know how it all started, but, you know, we've got some really interesting stuff about time before, which cannot possibly be true. All of it, anyway. Is one of these myths the myth of the affordable two-bedroom apartment? Jaspar mentioned that one. <laughs> Yeah, they're, well, no, I got a two-bedroom apartment that's yeah. pretty affordable, except, you know, it is, the ceilings are only four feet high, so. And there is the distinct possibility that when you put bread in the oven to proof, it will come out and attack you. So, you know, we're probably getting a, that's probably why our rent's so low. Oh, I thought all of those creatures had been wiped out years ago. That's unfortunate. Wait, you know about this? Vaguely. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Wealthy, make a con check. <laughs> <laughs> what, you trying to get me out of this conversation? I would never. <laughs> uh, never. That is a nine. My con is plus one, so that's a ten. That loud is really kicking in. It really is, man. <laughs> you lose focus. <laughs> did, she, did S.H.I.E.L.D. actually say they knew something about the red <laughs> creatures? You're not quite sure. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go back to sleep. I'm going to I'm this is tiring. I'm going to go back to sleep. Would would you like me to take you to somewhere? No, I want to <laughs> I want to stay here in in the um in the damn place, in the ballroom. Hmm. And um uh you know, be here with my friends, but I'm just going to, you know, like stretch out and take a nap. Very well. Thank you. And then I pulled the pull my lap blanket up and and closed my eyes. All right. Well, he succeeds at snoozing. <laughs> Rick succeeds at going, eh, and going off to do other things. Uh, Vaughn oh, succeeds uh, I did have, going, a, I did have a question weird. for, uh, for uh, uh, Shield. Sure. Uh, so, uh, how, how are you doing on, uh, like, do you have, a, do you, have you gotten a job? Are you, uh, how, how are you doing on, uh, you know, settling in? Life skills. Well, I admittedly was somewhat waiting for something like this to happen. Because I think I would like to work with the Guardians, although after the experience of a little over a week ago, I am not certain how useful I can be. But uh, sure, I would, uh, I, would if, I would like to fight things. Okay, fair, fair. Yeah. So uh, if you need some cash in the meantime, uh, I might have a way for you to to, to make a bit. Uh so you see, uh, <laughs> are you selling drugs? That is normally what happens after that statement. <laughs> well, no, no. Uh, you may not be aware of this, but there's not a lot of dragons left in the world. And, uh, you're inherently magical. And, uh, some of your, uh, um, how should we put it? Uh, grooming detritus could be worth a lot. Do you mean my scales? Uh, uh scales, um, or, uh, from dead skin uh, when you're in your human form or uh, 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 your spit, your blood. Uh, um, how close is Wealthy to this conversation? I'm kind of assuming Grick's like walked up on the other side of S.H.I.E.L.D. And just yeah. Okay. Asking this okay. After your then, previous conversation ended. Out of, <laughs> out of a drug-induced fog, uh, Wealthy's going to say, Fumits! Do y'all know Sorry, what fumits what? are? Fumits. Uh-huh. Fumits are dragon droppings. Oh. Uh, yes, you truly did learn from wizards. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, 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 maybe. I wasn't going to go there, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, like, yeah. 
you know, there's there's a lot of spells out there that use uh, dragon bits, and not even the kind that you have to kill a dragon to get. That would be preferred. Yeah. I will anyway. think about it. Yeah. Let me know. Gives you a nod. All right. So, Erisene has stomped upstairs. The rest of you have disposed of yourselves in various ways. And, unless anyone has anything else, we will advance to nighttime. Well, further nighttime. Sure. Erisene. Yo. You're in your room. <laughs> yes. You are sleeping. You are awoken by a knock on your door. Um, I get up and go answer the door. It's your grandfather. Your favorite person. <laughs> oh my god, hi. I didn't I didn't know you knew where my room was. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that's stupid. I don't know why I said that. Sorry, come, come in. I'm so asleep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I like, yeah. open the door and like that gesture. was amazing. He gives you a quizzical look, but walks in. <laughs> that might be my favorite thing that Arasuna has said in like several episodes. That was very good. <laughs> but all right, kind of looks around, lets you finish waking yourself up. <laughs> Your mother's performance was admirable, but not particularly convincing. Okay. So, for what it's worth, you probably aren't fully grounded, and I'm certainly not going to ground you. But I am. You have been adventuring. You threw that knife expertly. You wanted to know more about me. Uh-huh. I propose a trade. Tell me the full details of what you have actually been up to, and I will tell you more about myself. With full detail. And answering follow-up questions. Never have I ever with Pop-Pop. <laughs> it's so perfect, but we already <laughs> used with Pop-Pop. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I was just, it was a callback joke, not a title. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good, though. Erisene, um, uh, can I do, like, an intuition? Can I, like, I don't know. I mean, I don't have any reason to think that he will be lying, but also, I just want to understand. Also, he is a eugenicist. Also, he's a eugenicist. Yeah. So you want to check the vibe. <laughs> Inherently untrustworthy individuals. I want, to, I want to check the vibe, yeah. All right. Wisdom check. Add your D6. It's a 23 total. 15 plus 7 plus 1. Hard to say, but the vibe does not seem bad. He is. He appears to be genuine in his offer of a straight trade, essentially. His reasons you don't know. Um, I'll ask that then. I will say... <sighs> So, like, what are you expecting to get from me on this? Knowledge of what you know how to do and what you have already done. Just knowledge? I'm not going to have you fight someone with a knife, if that is your concern. Well, I'm not going to ask you to do so. I raise an eyebrow, like, visibly at that. <laughs> I realize my original phrasing was somewhat ambiguous. Hmm. You proposed we get to actually know each other. This seemed like a good point to do it because it showed that I am not the only one who has been perhaps obfuscating hmm. elements of my past or preferring not to talk about them. Okay. But honestly, I feel like at this point, you know just enough that 
I think you have to go first. What would you like to know? Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> CK tortures Aaron the episode. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking about how, like, how Aerosene would phrase this. Yeah, no worries. What was your actual like focus of study before the world went wrong and you had to change and become the person that you are now? Like what your whole world now is about research and putting pieces together from all the books that you currently have, but like in the before times when you had everything possible to study, what was it that you studied? Or what was it that you occupied yourself with if it wasn't strictly research? I was admittedly much busier before the original corruption crisis happened. When I did study, I studied history primarily. Of all sorts, I enjoyed various magical myths especially. but. Because often there is a grain of truth, and much less often those legends contain information about where to find things that were lost. Did not do that many of those recoveries myself. Because quite honestly, very few of them were easy to put together in the first place. But I was not always a researcher. So if you weren't a researcher, if that was sort of if that was sort of more of a hobby, what were you so busy with? It changed somewhat after I married your grandmother, but before then I was a soldier. For for who? Elendril. I spent time in other places, but... And what did you do after you married Grandma? Was suddenly given a very cushy position I didn't particularly enjoy. Eventually stopped doing that and started learning business as best I could. It, as you can tell from the house around you, it worked out rather well. So you married into wealth. Reasonable supposition. And That's also not a yes one. or no. You are correct. Hmm. It has been an experience. Who did you lose? Hmm? When the world went away? Almost everyone I knew. Most people did. I knew a few of the other nobles and noble-like rich people of various kinds that made it to the arcs early on, but in a way of fine knowing them in passing from parties at places that in other kingdoms, other continents. So while it was nice to see someone that I knew, that was uh, about it. Elandrol was relatively well evacuated, but not everyone was rushing. And while I know some people from those old times, that made it onto the arcs, it wasn't nearly as many people as I knew originally, obviously. Yeah. I think it is my turn. Okay. I am assuming the people that you came here with, given their rough demeanor, <laughs> are some of the people you have gone on these adventures with. Clearly, Vaughn's is one of them. Everyone that I've gone on adventures with is here. Except Jasper. And that's because he stayed at the brewery. I was surprised to hear he handled himself as well as he apparently did. 
he's alive, which is more than I would honestly expect. I spent a lot of time trying to make sure that he didn't die. From what your friend described, that may have been very necessary. It was really fucked up, honestly. It's also interesting to know that your other friend is a dragon. Yeah. Given that all of those are theoretically dead. Well, I don't like to tell other people's stories for them, but it sounds like S.H.I.E.L.D. has quite the story. I will be certain to ask them then. Uh, I'm certain that we would not have gotten out of there alive, all of us, without the frankly inconceivably small chance that that explosion of Vonza's opened a portal from wherever the fuck shield was. <laughs> <laughs> that did seem to be a lucky break, yes. When did you start adventuring with these people? And I suppose why? Truly, I was bored. And doing this is actually really interesting and challenging and fun. <laughs> it can also e- very easily end in death. Well, I was taught from an early age that my life was not quite worth what other people's lives was worth. So it's as much as I enjoy living, I understand that it's not the only state that I could be in and that not everyone would be sad if that happened. Dark. Yeah. Uh, Ericene, make your wisdom check. Plus the D6? Yeah. That's only an 18. Yeah. In this particular case, uh, you see your grandfather flinch just a bit at that statement. <laughs> Which, granted, was pretty fucking dark, so. Ericene shrugs when she sees that he has reacted and said, and says, what did you expect that I would get out of the way that I was spoken about in the past hundred years? It's a reasonable enough reaction. Not just by the people in this house, by everyone else, and never Mm. to be defended by the people who I ostensibly should be closest to in the world. For whatever it's worth, your mother has yelled at both me and your grandmother many, many times. Well. I realize that is only one case. Mom is the best of us, so Mm. that makes sense. She is consistently full of surprises. Which, to be frank, is a good thing. As are you, it seems. So, I apologize for my part in that treatment, although I realize that an apology does not matter in this kind of case. Thank you. Hmm. My turn. Why exactly are you studying eugenics? (laughs) (laughs) Ericene is 100% unflinching when she asks that question. A number of reasons. I realize it is a distasteful line of research. Yeah, it's really fucked up. It is. It made me physically ill when I figured out what that was. Good. The arcs is, to put it plainly, going to be doomed eventually. The question of how we survive has come up. Repeatedly. The question of, if not all of us survive, who deserves to survive, comes up. Repeatedly. There is no good way to make those decisions, so I wondered if I could find good in a bad one. Through trying to figure out who had the best idea of it in the past? 
No. If we can only save a percentage of the people on the arcs, how do we choose who that is? So it comes back to that question. Also, to be frank, more personal reasons later. But yeah, anyway, to come back to that question. Because that that this has this is why you asked wealthy the the question. Yes. At my age, you've gone through most of the proposed good answers. <laughs> that said, I was also genuinely curious if elves were superior, but perhaps not for the reasons you think. What reasons do you think that I think? <laughs> and then what's the real answer? <laughs> I'm assuming you think I want to force people to selectively breed, which is, among other things, incompatible with the nature of sentient creatures. And how. <laughs> I gesture for him to go on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming you think I was doing that, and honestly, at one point, I think I was. We have an issue, too, where how does one survive on the ground? The answer is multifaceted, and the question of what to do. When we leave the arcs, if we ever do, or ever do so, in a controlled, non-dead fashion, is important. So, are there benefits that can be gained from the various groups on the arcs? Half-elves, for example, live much longer than humans, and have weirdly selective distance sight. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, I didn't understand until I started going outside sometimes. Like, in my, I don't know, 40s or whatever, I can see really, really far outside. It is disconcerting. It was much more useful in Elantral than here. (laughs) It's almost like the world outside becomes flat. Useful for landing long shots, though. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm not really, like, ranged that way. I would recommend learning it, although if you're in tunnels, it is less useful. So there are many vaulted spaces around here. So where are you coming down on the whole who should populate the arcs at this point question? That there are no good solutions, as tempted as it may tempting as it may be to go for the easy option and assign numerical scores or whatever. Even the potential survivability benefits say this would be Virtually impossible, would say everyone is a half-elf with some dragon blood in them as well. They live a long time. They are immune to some forms of injury. Granted, it's somewhat variable. But the timeline to accomplish that would be very long. And We don't have time like that. Correct. And also, quite frankly, if such a program were implemented, people would hopefully, rightly, rise up and kill the people implementing it. There is a reason most of these things never got out of the theoretical stage of someone writing about it. And in the end, there are many lines I thought I could cross that I'm not sure I can. Did you want to cross those lines? If it meant saving some people instead of everyone, possibly. But living with myself would be difficult, so I may take the selfish thing and not do the terrible thing. No one survives instead of only a few survives. As you and your friend have astutely pointed out, there's no good way to choose who survives. So, in the end, it's either an everyone or everyone minus those who survive whatever cataclysm makes this percentage relevant. Yeah. Which is probably no one. I don't know. 
there's a few people on the arcs who can fly. So like, you know, cataclysm starts. Most creatures cannot fly forever. And that's true. Very interesting exception of your friend's professor. Most people don't make it for any length of time on the ground. The people we send on for essential food supplies, seeds and fish and that sort of thing, often don't fully come back as a group. (laughs) I, yeah, I mean, I'm surprised that anyone with what I know in the past six months that anything has ever managed to happen in a way that made any sense in this, in this mountain. And what do you mean by that? Are you aware that the mountain is losing power? I'm surprised you're aware of it, but yes, I am. Are you aware that the mechanisms that measure magical flow are being consistently manipulated to hide the fact that the mountain is losing power from everyday people? Yes, to some extent. Or rather, I'm not particularly surprised. Just, you know, one of the many little things that I've learned in the past six months or whatever. And how did you learn that? That one took a while. I'm not 100% clear on huge swaths of the problem. Several of my friends would be able to tell you more. But basically, when we found Cog, the crystal in that room was freaking out in some way. And Cog had been on a mission to figure out what, like, where the strange readings were coming from and ended up with memory loss, pretty severe memory loss, magically severe memory loss. And then later, we found some private contractors, I guess is what they would consider themselves, uh, manually correcting the magical meters on the conduits to show more power flowing through than is actually flowing through. And that person had a pretty considerable block on his ability to speak in any way about what was going on and what he was doing and who had hired him to do this. Again, my friends could tell you more. Actually, huge swaths of the people that I'm here with could tell you more. Wonderful. (laughs) But I believe you now owe me several questions. I do owe you several questions. Transactional son of a bitch. (laughs) When you asked about the abandoned labs and that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you been to any of them? Yeah. Uh, we found an office of a Dr. Groves Mm. that was abandoned, and I accidentally almost died opening a drawer. That was not fun. But then later, Grix, uh, managed to open the secret lab behind the office, found some stuff. I don't really remember what all there was, uh, but found a some kind of a uh, machine, and then like Ericene, like dem- like kind of with her hands shows the dimensions. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It did something. Touch a crystal. 
does something. I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. if we figured out what it does, but you know. And uh oh, we met some uh tentacle cats and I made friends with one of them. It was a cat and uh and I love her <laughs> and uh she showed me the uh into like a bunch of the uh animal uh labs and there were just a lot of like preserved animal parts and like a dead a dead animal in a cage and again others of my friends can tell you more about what they saw because they saw different things because we all got separated because of the tentacats. Oh, because they blink because they like blink in and out. That's. Hmm. <laughs> and then like there was this one lab where it said like trash compactor, but then that was like scribbled out and it said like compression studies or something. And then there were like all these like there was like it seemed like the mundane remnants of of like one of the crystals hmm that's that was pretty crazy you've almost died from opening a drawer Uh uh-huh did the drawer hit you with a club no no it exploded um i was i checked it i checked it and it didn't it i didn't see anything weird but then I opened the drawer and there was a some kind of a fire trap and the whole room sort of exploded. And actually three of us almost died from that one. It was really good that Vons and Alara were there. <sighs> it was touch and go there for a while with uh with Wealthy and, and Grix. Is that how your friend lost a leg? <laughs> no, no, no. Burned she lost it. a leg because we were outside just now. You know, like of course. <laughs> that explains why you're with so many people. Well, because we needed help. Because Grix was stuck outside. That you survived at all is, after an attack of really any of those creatures, is impressive. Yeah, shield is very impressive. So where did you learn the skills that you picked up? Ericene gets real shifty-eyed now. Subtle. <laughs> I... I had a mentor, and I believe that we ended up being philosophically incompatible, and I can't speak to it any further than that, but I I had a mentor, and I don't anymore. Given your vagueness on the mentor, I'm assuming it's not a traditional kind of trainer, philosophical incompatibility. And your general attitude as I am learning. Did this person kill people for money? I mean, I never saw them kill anyone for money. Did you ever kill anyone? I did <laughs> not it. ever kill anyone for money, no. Out out of character. That is actually legitimately what? true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, no. Mm-hmm. We know that. You I made a very not... good technical dodge <laughs> to answer the question. <laughs> I never killed anyone for money, no. Have you ever killed anyone generally? Oh, yeah. A couple times. Make a wisdom check. Add 2d6. 2d6? Yeah. <gasps> Nat 20 plus mm. 7 plus Jesus. 3 plus 2 is 30, 
32. <laughs> Jeez. Your grandfather that- looks genuinely impressed, if not a little bit disturbed, but you know, in a, well, this is surprising and impressive and not what I would have expected from you, Ericene. <laughs> uh-huh. So you are highly skilled then. I mean, I increasingly develop my skills. So like, what is highly skilled, really? It is a bit of a moving window, to be certain. I can do more things than other people with my ostensible background can do. Your ostensible background where you were trained by someone who killed people for money? Or your ostensible background as in... No, my ostensible my ostensible background as in uh, finishing school. You'd be surprised. I'm sure I would, but also, I did go to school with all of those people. Other children of nobles get bored too, but yes. Yeah. Usually in less uh, violent ways. I hope the people involved at least had it coming. I uh, feel that they did, and that is part of the philosophical differences of opinion Mm. that I had with my mentor. Given her... Only moderate performance. How much does your mother know about all of this? Oh, I couldn't possibly tell you what mom knows. <laughs> I'm not inside her brain. And I suppose this is technically questions about each other. Pretty much. At this point, it is likely your turn. I admit I have not been counting. Also, I'm very sorry to the other players. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I was thinking this would be a great introduction episode. Get a lot of mm, um, yeah, actually. exposition out. Yeah, for real. Doing okay, Adam? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vons is uh, trying to figure out how to make a concoction with household utilities <laughs> stuff. That's <laughs> true. You do have three days worth of uh, copying mm-hmm. yeah. in your notebook. <laughs> yep. That you have to do on screen or it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's doing accomplished day one. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing some other concoctions for fun, figuring out if you can make mustard gas, you know, little things. <laughs> you know, like little palate cleansers. I mean, if you guys smell anything burning, don't inhale. Yeah. figure that's the rule generally for all of us concoctions. Um, but all right, Ericene. How much do you actually know about what is going on with the loss of power on the arcs? Like, tell me what you know. So I have a feeling I know less than you expect me to. But... That's fine. I'm just trying to make sure that I understand what your, you know, depth of knowledge is. I know power on the arcs is failing, but we all knew that was going to be a problem from the start. This is simply too massive, quite literally, honestly, a magical construct device to keep running forever. Permanent enchantments are never actually permanent. They're just usually, they expend relatively little power compared to the original enchantment in doing whatever they do. So, for example, if you have a sword that is always sharp to the point, and, you know, always balanced to the point that it improves your abilities, the original magic that went into that is very powerful. The amount it takes to keep it sharp and keep it balanced is relatively low. And there's a lot of magic in the world, inside people, in certain places in the air, and that tends to keep things balanced. This was always going to be nearly impossible to balance. Mm. I've tried some of the numbers. It is not my forte in any way. I noticed on the map of the 
arcs that you gave us that there were some numbers that looked vaguely like numbers that I've seen over the shoulders of my friends in notebooks and shit. The problem is admittedly getting worse and sooner than we hoped it would. Is something actually being done about it? Because we can't tell and... There is a stopgap, but it is unsustainable. And before you ask, I don't actually know what it is. Okay. I was told that as your friend apparently experienced, certain things can be removed from one's memory. I know I had the conversation. Oh, God. Pop Pop's not at the top. This was done voluntarily on my part. Wow. Which I do not remember the reason either, but I presumably objected quite strongly while still agreeing with the necessity. Probably. Ericene uh, actually like takes a minute to like fully process that. <laughs> so like what what was happening? Like that I'm when the arcs took off, it seems like more than just the shadow corruption was attacking and we were trying to take off and and a lot of people were dying as a result of the violence of an of a mountain taking off plus the shadow corruption it seems like something else was happening just from the way that we have heard from the ghosts like i'm admittedly a little confused there were some structural issues that became very apparent Upon takeoff, which we knew was a risk, but what were we going to do? You cannot rebuild a mountain. Yeah. But relatively few people died. The corruption did get in, and a lot of people died in the final defense, mm. which none of us were proud of, but certain things are unavoidable, I suppose. Tell me about the arcs taking off, then. It just sounds like... It sounds like there is something, everything that we know about the arcs taking off is that it was just chaos, but that's never really the story of chaos. It may be the story this time to some extent. You can trace everything back to a person's failings, probably certain decisions someone made at some point, but in the end, no one can plan for everything. The arcs no. was an unprecedented magical device. We weren't the only ones who thought of it, and there were a couple of wizards who figured out the idea and tried to find tried to find their peers and explain it to them. As you can imagine, wizards that are powerful enough to figure this sort of thing out and actually do it are relatively strong, so several of them were still remaining, perhaps thankfully. But everyone was essentially left to their own devices past a certain point. We built what we could. It took a very long time, a lot of magic, and we were still rushing it. We took off. Tearing a mountain out of the ground is not a smooth process. Uh -huh. And we had the issue where the plazas are now that between that and, um, well, the plazas are where the walls used to be. But to be frank, at one point, someone who knew the timeline got must have been taken by the corruption. I don't know who. But then the corruption knew, and then it went from regular skirmishes we could deal with to a full-out horde. Oh, fuck. Not that many 
of the defenders made it out of the final defense. And more importantly, some things got through. Is it like at all possible that there is that like the shadow corruption is secretly hanging out somewhere on the arcs? It's highly possible, but given how little it cares about individual creatures from what I understand, um, keep in mind, it sent a horde quite literally. Several of them were armed. They were all hard to kill, but they do not fight like people concerned for their safety. They will stab themselves on your sword to get close enough to lop your head off. Oh. It was not fun. How much research remains from the... I mean, I'm assuming someone tried to figure out what was going on with the corruption. But, like, how much how much of that research actually, like, was archived correctly for, you know, future generations? Probably less than you'd hope. I honestly never dug into it that much. It's completely outside of my abilities, generally speaking. And... As much as I may seem an all-powerful patriarch, which sounds ridiculous even saying that, I was there when the arcs launched. I had a certain amount of pull, but nobody knows everything, especially not in a scrambling, rushed, giant project and sub-projects like that. I know that it seemed fairly hopeless at the time, and quite honestly, most of the people that would have been doing the research originally were working on the arcs. And then, once it launched, several of them had taken a significant portion of their lifespans even to do it. And some of them tried to do research on the corruption itself, but capturing those creatures was incredibly dangerous. And frankly, from what I understood, no one was confident in any sort of containment that could be developed. So I think when they could not get the answers they needed while operating as cautiously as possible they may have given up in frustration. And most of the people raised here are terrified of the corruption, and rightly so. It's like asking someone to study fire by touching it. We're sort of concerned that if we don't find a way to study the corruption, we'll never really be able to over like retake the ground. That's a reasonable concern. And with the fact that the arcs is losing power... It seems like it just seems like it would be helpful if we had access to research about the corruption. When I said a couple of, well, like a month ago or whatever about we should get a think tank, I wasn't joking. We should get a think tank. I believe that would be, I don't disagree. Your friends seem quite intelligent. Even the one who climbed on the table and had his elbows in the gravy seems to know quite a bit. <laughs> he's he's not he's not a tame fox. He's he's sort of feral in a way that I am surprised about, considering that he did grow up in a uh, in a cu- uh, in a family. We really shouldn't talk about Vons, though. Mm. He wouldn't like it. Do you have any more questions for me? At the moment, it is very, very late tonight. Just one. How much of this are you going to go and tell everyone you know? <gasps> Hard to say. Is there anything in particular you really 
need me to keep secret? Don't cause a panic is the main thing. Well, I feel particularly invested in not causing a panic. Also, that would that is not at all what I would hope. Do you have any final questions for me? Do you love me? <laughs> On brand. <laughs> Excuse me, well the housekeeper thinks again. <laughs> I believe so, yes, but not nearly as much as I as you would properly deserve. I'm working on it. Ericene <laughs> made that old man love her. <laughs> Grandpa rolls to love himself. Grandpa's got issues. <laughs> Although not, quote, as much as she probably deserves. Cool. Always nice to know where you stand. Always mm-hmm. nice to know where you stand with your one of your primary caregivers as mm-hmm. a child. Uh, I will let you get back to sleep. And- Ericene nods. Good talk, Grandpa. Very. Are we, like, hugging now? Would you like to? Sure. You two hug. He hugs like someone who has forgotten how to hug. <laughs> <laughs> and is getting it back out of his data. Ericene hugs like she understands that he doesn't understand how to hug, but she's <laughs> She's reteaching the skill. <laughs> Awkward pat pack back pat. <laughs> All right, he leaves you for the evening, and you go back to sleep. I assume. No, no. Uh, I wait for him to leave. I uh, go out to the bathroom to make sure mm-hmm. that he's actually gone back to his room. You don't see him. Uh, I return to my mother's room and let myself in and crawl in bed with her. Uh, has she woken? You're pretty sure she woke up like the second you opened the, the door into her chambers. <laughs> yeah, she's awake. I crawl in bed with her. I hug her and I'm like, guess what just happened? <laughs> Vaughn's apologized? No. Grandpa and I had an exchange of information. <gasps> that is... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell did you tell him to get <laughs> to get him to do that? I don't know. I think he's impressed that we, both you and I, by the way, he didn't at all buy your performance in the dining room tonight. Ah, damn it, I knew it. <laughs> he uh he seems impressed by how much we surprise him. Oh good. Don't worry, I didn't say anything that I didn't say anything that didn't have directly to do with me. Well, as uh, someone in a relatively high risk position. <laughs> I appreciate that and hope you managed to keep it that way. This could be very useful. Could also blow up in our faces, but so is everything else we could try, so why not? Also on the upside Super upside, although I'm not 100% sure how much I believe it. I doubt more than I did that he's actually interested in enacting any sort of eugenics. So that's nice. That is nice. I always wondered how he'd be out of his study long enough to do it, but... I described to her why I, like, what he said that was 
You give her the summary. Yeah. Hmm. Here I was worried he'd gotten all crazy old man on me. Probably hasn't otherwise, but I'll take what I can get. I mean, he still could. Yeah. He hugged me. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Is he okay? <laughs> I think so. That's. I made him tell me he loved me, and then I'm, and then we hugged. Made him as in he didn't believe it, <laughs> but said it so you would. I don't know, not hug him, which clearly didn't work. He said it in a way that was sincere enough that I don't feel like it was a lie. You're lucky, kid. You're going to get one of those every 200 years. (laughs) Oh no, I'll be dead by the time I get another one. You'll just have to live forever then. I don't want to do that. Well, too bad. I'm your mother and you're not allowed to die before me, so. Probably shouldn't have fucked a human if you wanted that to happen, Mom. She hits you with a pillow. (laughs) (laughs) In a playful way. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, f- I feel like that's maybe like yes. <laughs> a common joke between them. <laughs> that feels like the kind of uh, <laughs> morbid mother-daughter <laughs> <laughs> joke that the two of them would have at this point. Yeah. Not at all hurtful to make that joke internally for either of you. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Everything is fine. <laughs> anyway, I will fall asleep uh, in her uh, bedroom. You succeed. All of you are awoken the next day. Bye. The sound of the bells that finally signal an all clear. Yay! If you peek outside Ericene's bar or window, uh, for those of you that are early risers, it is not a good scene <laughs> outside from what you can see of the plazas. <laughs> A lot of figures uh, shadowed and not being dragged to various places. But um, the uh, the fight does appear to be over. The places are unlocked and you're all able to finally go back to your homes. Are there any stairs up to our apartment? Yeah, there's a ramp. Many. There's a ramp. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I say stairs in a relatively developed area of the arcs, assume there is also a ramp or that I should have said ramp. <laughs> Everything is actually accessible in this, uh... Except for the places that are not even technically accessible to walking people. Yes. Yeah. And I'd say it's not perfect everywhere, because this place was built kind of in a hurry, but all, most places have been, uh, if not built with, then a retrofit to have ramps and such. Elevators are much rarer, and mostly used for freight, but... Uh-huh. All right. So you all go home, I assume. Yes. I mean, Ericene is technically already home, oh, yeah. but she is going to uh, uh, go um, back to the brewery to see what, if anything, we need to do for okay. the brewery. You get back to the brewery. Um, Wealthy, are you going with everyone else? Or Grix and Wealthy, are you going back to the brewery? Oh, yeah. Um, Gotta see what's going on. Make sure it's... Yeah, I'm curious, and I probably have, you know, like an appointment for a doctor's for a doctor's appointment for something later on, and I'm not going to let this stop me. Okay, you go on over to the brewery, all you. It is still there. <laughs> Yay! It has not exploded, <laughs> been collapsed or otherwise destroyed by the whims of a capricious god. <laughs> Oh, the sign looks so nice. I forgot how nice the sign looked. Yeah, looks real good. Reads. (laughs) 
Hey, Vons. Well, hey, Vons. I, I'm sorry. I think I missed my cue there. <laughs> They're all looking at the sign for the brewery. <laughs> this is a good time to like naturally work in to the audience what the name of the brewery is because we haven't really very well said that. <sighs> yeah, it, it, I, I don't know how Vons even brings that up. Um, we did. We bring did. Up your pride. <laughs> yeah. Say yeah. you like the name. <laughs> oh yeah, no, Von totally likes the name. <laughs> but he suddenly realizes that when when he he sees it phrased the fermenting fox, he's worried that people might think that there is a fermenting fox or a fox fermenting somehow. Uh, I mean, a fox is fermenting. It's just you know. Uh... Object mm-hmm. versus subject of the doing the fermenting of the sentence. Too late now. You put the logo on too much merch. Yeah, can't send it back. <laughs> it's just like uh, like the logo is like a fox skull or something, just with stink lines coming from it. <laughs> oh God! Ah, <laughs> uh, thought I thought I explained this better to the sign guy. <laughs> Ericene goes and sees if Jasper and Tilly are still uh, around. Yeah, um, Tilly is asleep on a table. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jasper is engaging in the sport of very slowly placing empty cups all around her on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Who else uh, was stuck at the brewery then? I mean, Lucky and Mitt and um, some random woman none of you have ever met. <laughs> she was there oh. at the opening. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> but they were there at the opening. Yeah. All and right. She got to know uh, four PC, four NPCs real well. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, and Vons is gonna check with Lucky and make sure that she uh, took down everybody's like name and credit line, like got them a tab started. Hi, Vons. I missed you too. I love you. I'm so glad you're safe. <laughs> Oh. Yes, I got everyone's information that I could, mm-hmm. which was pretty much everyone, because we did that when they first started getting beers, like a real business, which we are. Oh, yeah, still getting used to that. And some people have tabs, but the rats can always find them. And it's not that big a city. We can find them, too. <laughs> you know, Mitt, real scary. Um, yeah. No. So how was your week and change? Uh, you know, stuck inside, <coughs> dealing with other people's family things. People are weird. Uh, I was going to say that sounded like your dream, and then the other people's family came in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, elves are weird. They don't know how to family. <laughs> she raises an eyebrow at you, uh-huh. the person who opted out of their entire family. <laughs> it says nothing. <laughs> If it's possible, I would love for this to be happening in a place that Ericene and Jaspar yeah. can both hear. Everyone's in the tap room. And I think we both like I think Jasper and uh Ericene just like look at each other and then stare at Lucky and Vaughn's. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, he's right. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong, but like, he is also the one who, like, you know, started talking about our adventures in the crystal room to my grandparents. Oh, oh dear. How did they take that? Uh, confusingly. 
<laughs> that reminds me, Aristine, you don't have your knife back. <laughs> I don't have my knife back. It's true. It has not been offered to you. <laughs> it's not been offered to me. Well, I'm glad you're all alive. And Mayfinley Estate sounds like a terrible place. No offense. Oh, Just no, be... I agree. Grix, can you look at the uh, the brewery equipment? Something's rattling that probably shouldn't be. Uh-oh, yeah. I got him on it. Yeah. I definitely want to check everything and also do a taste test of everything, because... <laughs> yeah. right, well, he's not bored for that. <laughs> yeah. Nope. You're coming off the laudanum. You're on detox. <laughs> Make an intelligence check, you said? Yeah. She's tapering with another drug. <laughs> That's how this works. <laughs> totally safe. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, it's a 12. Total? Yep. You figure out what was rattling. You fix it. Great. Brewery machine is not particularly complicated once you get past the uh, sterilization parts and keeping it sterile. And you've done that. So, uh-huh. yeah, you managed to keep it fixed up. Vaughn's wealthy. You at least get the smell. <laughs> Beautiful smell. Um, things appear to be fermenting normally. Ericene as a uh, as Grix is um, doing this fixing, and Wealthy's hanging out, and I'm guessing that Vaughn's is also somewhere around. Um, I think Ericene is going to tell uh, all of them about her conversation with Frymeath <laughs> in the night. <laughs> You can practically see Lucky putting on her beret she doesn't have. <laughs> the relevant the relevant pieces of information would be uh about the things he said about the the magic of the mountain and the fact that it was it was like a known thing that it was going to slowly <laughs> like slowly be sapped, basically. And that Frymeath did know something more about what the like the back uh backstop that's not it stop gap stop the stop about the what the stop gap was but he had his memory wiped under duress so that he doesn't have that information anymore you did say he probably volunteered (laughs) under duress can be volunteered that's fair feel pressured that's voluntold. Yeah. Yeah. And that uh, I now understand why he was researching eugenics. And I'm pretty sure he's actually not a eugenicist. He was just trying to figure out how to. He, w- he was trying to figure out if there was literally any way that that made any sense at all. And he, he seemed disgusted by the fact that. <laughs> at any point seemed remotely like a thing that would be a good idea in the retelling of it and seemed very glad that I was disgusted by it. Yeah. I don't know. That's, I don't know if that's that much better. He's still a, he's still a complicatedly not okay person, but I at least don't think he's actually believes in that stuff. It seems like he's a resource that I can use. In some way that I wasn't expecting. He still doesn't know anything about Bridge Club, though. Which is really for the best. Wait, Bridge Club? <laughs> Did Lucky not get inducted into Bridge Club? Not on camera. 
there is no way that Pons did not just randomly. You all left. After we those literally left immediately after Bridge Club started. After being inducted into Bridge Club. Say yeah, shit. I thought we'd used that as a euphemism before. And I'm like, it's fine. No, actually not. That started with us meeting Keith. See, I thought that I thought that in the episode where we met Keith, that uh Aramith was like, I also need to find Lucky. Maybe she didn't get a chance. <laughs> okay. Well, Maybe I was just making a one-off thing where as soon as you explain what the terminology means, it's fine. <laughs> Who can say? When you say things, they become canon, though, Ian. <laughs> Lucky had a lot going on. Sure. It's probably more that I don't think Lucky talked to Keith directly, and Keith is probably the one who really likes using Bridge Club as the euphemism. Okay. But, like... Yeah, because your mom never used it. <laughs> oh. Uh, I'll say to Lucky, did you meet my mom? Oh, um... Yeah, a little bit, I think. Yeah, 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 I did. And how did that go? She seems really cool. And, oh, you mean like on a, I don't know, I think I passed. Okay, good to know. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> yeah, I thought, heard someone like on the ceiling above me. That was strange. Well, I'm pretty sure I did. She made a significant glance. But whatever, it's fine. Secretive thing is going to secretive thing. Uh, yeah. Uh. I want to get back to my place and sleep in my own bed. That sounds real good right now. That right. always sounds good. Everyone heads home, I assume. Oh yeah, Vaughn's yeah. needs alone time. Ericene is gonna try to see if she can go visit Photios because it's been a week since she was allowed to even remotely. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Ericene's off to visit Photios. Everyone else is going home. Yep. And that is where we'll wrap the episode for today. Woo-hoo! Primary Attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. For questions, comments, and feedback, email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. To follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod on Twitter at PrimeAttribute and at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for all our blazed posts. Is that really the term we're using these days? Castles and Crusades is published by Troll Lord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by, well, me, that's Adam. This week's editor was Wit. Thanks, Wit. Thanks for listening, and we hope you tune in next time to Primary Attribute. to Primary Attribute, where a Castles and Crusades actual play podcast. We forgot to clap. You did. You I monster. So to getting us free. <laughs> All right. Clapping. Ready? <laughs> <laughs>